What's up guys? It's a great day. This is Fuquan Bilal and we are back with another great episode of the PFREI podcast series. We interview experts in the real estate business in order to provide you with some of the best investment strategies and techniques used by leading fund managers, financiers, house flippers, and more. We appreciate every single one of you for taking the time to press play on the podcast and hope you enjoy this new episode. All right, guys, we're back again with another great episode of PFREI. And today we have Kier Weimer. Now, he's an expert in entrepreneurship and real estate, and he has founded successfully and led multiple seven-figure companies in luxury real estate brokerage, hospitality development, investment, lifestyle, and show branding, education and information, and training event enterprises. I want to let him get into a little bit more of his background but I wanted to invite him on the show today so he can share his journey with you guys in his real estate. And uh, he actually have a new book out called Live Inspired. So we'll talk a little bit about that. So let's start off here with talking a little about your background and, and uh, how you get started in real estate. Sure. Well, first off, thank you for having me on the show. And thank you for, the audience for, for being here. Happy to be here. Always a pleasure to, to share the experience. And hopefully this could be um, of some value to your listeners. So yeah, I guess... I got started in real estate not all that long ago, about six years ago, going on seven now, it was 2013. Um, I actually took like an atypical path. I applied to a bunch of graduate schools. I thought I wanted to go back to school. I was 29, 30, wanted to get a JD MBA, go down and, you know, climb the corporate ladder, work in iBanking, always had that goal of working on Wall Street. And then, you know, the universe, whoever is controlling it, had a different plan. So I actually didn't get into any of the schools I wanted to go to. And I said, you know what? these rejection letters maybe are telling me something. And I started to realize that in order for me to create the life that I wanted to, right, to fulfill my dreams and my goals and my vision, I was going to have to not place my destiny and my future in the hands of others, right? I had to take control of that. And I think a lot of investors can, can also uh, identify with that idea of wanting to be in the driver's seat, right, of your own future, building freedom and financial independence. So for me, I said right at that moment, I have to be an entrepreneur, and I have to find out a way to create a career around that. So I thought, all right, what do I like? Always had an interest in real estate since I was in college. I went to Syracuse University, studied you know, finance and entrepreneurship and economics, but never knew really how to get in, right? For a lot of people, it's hard to like get that first deal, right? That first foot in, you know, it's always the hardest point. And then it's easier to build and start to scale from there. But I never knew how to do it. And then all of a sudden, when I was forced to learn how to do it, meaning I had to decide, how they create a career. All right, well, I've got a little bit of a mind for business and I like real estate. Let's start from the ground up. I got licensed. I became a luxury agent. I built a practice and a team with Sotheby's International Realty. I became the number one agent in my market in upstate New York and in my company for all five years and learned the business of property, contracts, real estate, you know, investment. We did 30, 40% was commercial. So we brokered a lot of hotels, businesses, uh, commercial properties. And I started to look at real estate because brokerage for me was always a means to an end. So I wanted to find a way to become the owner, right? To think like a principal, to become an investor. But I knew that to do that, I had to really understand the business. So I just got a license and kind of started from there. That's awesome. It's a great journey. And one of the questions I always ask the guests on the show, the first question is, why are you passionate for real estate investing? Yep. Great question. I think I'm passionate for real estate for a few reasons. One is, I love the ability to create a career and income and impact in a number of different ways, right? This is such a varied and multifaceted industry that you can literally, there's, there's endless ways that you can make money, add value, 
help people, build a community, right? It's just a matter of how creative you're willing to be, right? And the size of your mindset. So for me, as you can see, like when I started my career, I was very much an agent and that was my identity. But now I'm very much a real estate entrepreneur and a lifestyle entrepreneur that owns several companies that I've built because I've looked at it differently. So I think a lot of it for me comes back to mindset, right? It's the perspective from which you look at things, right? It's the lens through which you see the world and your trade and your business in terms of where are you going to take it? So for me, I guess I'm always looking at like, what's the next step, the next chapter. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of real estate investors do that too, right? You might start with a duplex, you know, maybe a four pikes, you start with something that is manageable, right? That's understandable where your risks are somewhat contained. And then once you build the confidence and the skill set, you might go to a 10 or a 20 year, right? You might bring in some partners, you might to tap, you know, new markets and structures. And all of a sudden you're owning larger and larger properties with more and more units and more money at play um, than you ever thought possible. So I think it's just getting in the game is step one. And for a lot of investors, it's tough to understand where to do that from, right? From an active standpoint. And then it's like, where do you go from there and create toeholds and a path? That's awesome. Now you scale pretty quickly. Uh, you have 22 units that you've accumulated over the last, you know, five to seven years. Let's talk a little bit about the journey of that. I mean, it seems like, um, you know, you guys started in 2013. Uh, you know, I remember coming from a downturn uh, from 2008, 2009. I'm pretty sure you had to hear of that. Like, why would you want to get in real estate when you just a few years earlier, the market had just collapsed? Uh, was there a lot of great opportunities out there? And talk about from the point you guys started to the journey of building that 2,200-unit portfolio. Sure, yeah. So I think, you know, I learned under the tutelage and mentorship of a great dear friend of mine who was my one of my first professors at NYU. I went to their SHAC program for real estate uh, finance and investment at the graduate level. And um, he was the founder of Odessa Realty Investments, a gentleman named Dan Pryor, again, dear friend of mine. I learned under him, with him, still work alongside him. And I think he had the foresight to start this company in 2013, 14, when multifamily was really starting to gain steam, right, in the country. There was a lot of people building, a lot of new construction starts. You saw rents going up in major metro areas, and you saw this movement away from single-family home ownership, right? And one of the first times in history, and more and more people throughout the age gaps were renting and being okay with that. So I think we saw that trend gather steam with a broader economic recovery, right, that took a few years to get going, but we started to step into it right when it was really kind of ratcheting up. And, you know, we've kind of, you know, been very astute at identifying through Dan's leadership off-market deals. Every one of our deals has been an off-market source deal. So nothing traded, nothing publicly shopped, very good value at acquisition. You know, these are value-add, working-class, you know, uh, workforce housing properties that just weren't managed properly, weren't invested in, right, needed unit facility renovation. So, We've gone in and done that, you know, as low as 200 units and as high as 550 units at, at one property in Chicago. Um, and, you know, it's providing a great service, right? It's helping people live better. It's providing a place for our investors to invest confidently. Um, and for us, it goes into a narrative of a value-add, you know, multifamily reposition strategy in a part of the market that is not as susceptible, we think, in a downturn to some of the uh, uh, rental compression right at the top of the market, meaning we're not at you know, building class A stuff, fully amenitized communities. We're just not playing in that space. And so we think when there is a correction and a dip, which we think is not so far off, uh, we're going to be in a little bit better shape. Hmm. And what are some of the challenges that you go through? I mean, I know it's not all good and 
you know, there's challenges every day in this business. You know, another question I usually ask the guests is talk about some of the challenges that you go through in your business, uh, you know, in this real estate journey, and what do you do to overcome that? Yeah, that's a good question. So I think what I've learned, one of the things I've learned about real estate is that it's, it's really important to look at opportunities and assets and investments first from a standpoint of how do you best mitigate all these sources of risk, right? So there's certain things that I do you can control, right? And certain things you can't. To almost look at an acquisition opportunity through the eyes of a lender first, right? Who's always looking at the downside because they don't make ever more than their interest rate, right? That's their, there is no upside. It's, it's that or less. Um, so looking at a deal that way and then building a business plan that's centered in reasonable assumptions, right? That is sensitized, desensitized, if you will, run through different analyses and you get really, really comfortable and have several perspectives come in. I think that helps you go into these with more confidence and also less risk because you're not, you know, having a pro forma and a model and an exit valuation built on assumptions that could very well be totally destroyed if the market doesn't go as you planned, right? So for us, we try to build value through cash flow, through modest rent increases, and not have a lot of that, I guess, enterprise value realization, right, in the residual or the exit value um, be baked into how we kind of deliver and promise uh, returns to our investors, because I think that can get a little dangerous. Mm. Let's talk about the book now. It's like, you know, live inspired. Like, I know it's tough to write a book. You know, I've written a couple of myself, just time blocking it and doing it. What was the purpose yeah. of that? Like, you know, why, why did you want to write this book and what is it about? Sure. So this book really, Bukwan, is like a collection of my philosophies, my insights. It's been influenced by the leaders that I've been influenced by. It's everything from tactics to routines to mindsets, worldview, philosophy, and seven key areas, purpose, mindset, energy, success, leadership, legacy. And what it's trying to do is help people with short five-minute intentional readings you can start your day or week with to just live more intentionally, more in, you know, more energetically, to be more mindful in these different areas to just live a better life. So for me, personal development, self-help, professional development has always been a priority of mine. I invest a lot of time and money and effort in it through various things from podcasts and reading two or three books a month to events and masterminds I attended and I'm a member of, to you know, doing other things where I can help inspire other people. So for me, I wanted to take all that was up here that helped me get to a level of success and happiness and fulfillment and actually be able to share that with the world now. Because like I mentioned you earlier, a lot of my passion comes from being able to inspire and share what I've been fortunate to achieve and learn with others. Because that I think is the token of true achievement is when we don't just keep for ourselves and our family what we've been fortunate to build, acquire, or, you know, achieve, but we actually want to turn that over, right? We want to open the playbook and help other people achieve the same thing, right? That idea of that growth mindset, transparency, I think is what really lifts all ships. So that for me is my compendium of how I live life is in this book. And it's, you know, five minute intentions to start your day or your week to, you know, really live better and improve your life and your career. That's awesome, man. I was just talking to somebody right before I jumped in a call with you. I was actually sharing some of my lenders that I use, you know, when I buy properties. And I was like, wow, a lot of people's not, you know, that willing to share that information. I was like, well, how can one grow if they don't help others grow? 
Like you've been in business for so long and, and you have success, you want to see other people successful also. You don't want to be the lonely king, right? You want to exactly. kind of pay it forward and help other people, lift up other people, uh, not just for the purpose for you to grow, but because that's, you know, it should be a purpose and a passion for you to, to see other people. So you have crutches, you know, if you, you know, fall in need and, and people will always remember that. And, um, you know, Doing education for me, I, I have an Instagram channel and I do this podcast and I bring people like yourself on to kind of share the journey of real estate with other people to inspire them. Um, and I believe that if, if you have, you know, you should make the time to kind of help lift other people up through means like this, through podcasts and sharing information. Now, I know you do um, other education as well. Let's talk a little bit about that. You have something about the sophisticated agent. Uh, what did you come up with that concept and what was the why? to create some sort of education to help uplift people and, and teach them more about the real estate uh, business. Sure. Yeah. It was a little bit about what you touched on. Like I woke up one day last summer and I just, you know, I didn't feel like I was fully, you know, fulfilled and content with what I was working on. Like I achieved a lot, you know, I was really happy in many areas. I was challenged, but I felt like there was something missing and I wasn't doing all that I could. And I realized talking to my coach is because I just wasn't, sharing enough, right? I wasn't giving back enough. I wasn't teaching enough. I wasn't doing what I love to do, which is speak, coach, mentor, inspire. So I decided to form this multimedia company and start to build a thought leadership business where I could build um, an expert model where I could take what I've learned in real estate as an agent, investor, entrepreneur, as well as mindset, high performance coach, and help inspire and empower and help others. So that was what happened. I got inspired to really take action last summer, but I've been thinking about it for a couple of years. And now it's really coalesced into this awesome eight-week program with 45 videos and 200 resources and a vibrant group coaching community and Facebook group. And we have students and clients all over the country that are working my blueprint and program for how to become the number one agent in your market. It's literally just distilling everything I've done and packaging it in a way that's digestible and implementable so that they can do the same thing in there. It's just Real estate is very much a science imbued with a certain art and, and level of art, right? But it's very much a science. So, you know, like repeatable systems and processes that can create predictable results. So that's what I've been trying to do. Um, and then we're doing that at a higher level on the investment side. We're launching sophisticated investor mastermind right now to help um, do that with more sophisticated real estate investors and people who are looking to become one. Um, so, yeah, it's just definitely getting things better. It's just sharing in a formal way, kind of the things that I've learned along the way, I guess. Yeah, I mean, the power of mastermind, even if, you know, you're bringing people to the table and people are sharing ideas, it's just a whole new level, you know, have that brain trust where you can totally. you know, share ideas and strategies and, and help each other grow. I'm a part of a few masterminds as well. And, you know, I make sure at least eight times a year, um, you know, pretty much I do one a quarter, two of them, two different masterminds I'm in, and I kind of attend once a quarter and, and get in those groups and you leave with such a burst of energy and new ideas and give yeah. you a chance to get away from the everyday and, and grow and share with other people. Exactly. Um, yeah. Now, where can people find more information um, on this, uh, on these masterminds up here? Sure. Um, probably just my website, guys, if you want to learn, you know, anything more about that. We also have a lot of free content on my blog. We have a couple of free courses that we just give away. Cause again, like I said, I want to come from a place of contribution and paying it forward. There's also, you know, more engaged ways to, to learn and work with us. But yeah, my website's probably the best place. It's kierweimer.com, spelled K-E-I-R-W-E-I-M. 
www.ecr.com and there's a host of information. Thank you, Mayor. I definitely appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your journey. Another great episode, guys, PFRI. I'm your host, Fuquan Bilal. Catch us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and all the other great social media platforms. Thanks again, man. I definitely appreciate you coming on the show today. I'm pretty sure that the, uh, the listeners will enjoy this one. Well, thank you, Fuquan. It's great to be here, and thanks for everybody listening. Thank you, guys, for listening to this episode of the Passion for Real Estate Investments podcast. Looking forward to providing you guys with more testimonials from successful real estate investors. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at a passion, the number four, REI. Thanks so much, guys. And until next time, it's a great day.